0: How's it going, everybody? Here to do my review for Mandalorian Season 3, Episode 6. This is going to be very spoiler-filled. I'm going to be talking about my thoughts on how this season is going, what happened in this episode, Book of Boba Fett, how I feel like that really has affected this season, among other things, which I will get into as well. So if you're into it and you've seen the episode, or you don't mind it being spoiled, then stick around. How's it going, everybody? So let's get into uh, let's get into this. Um, so I want to say a few things first because I'm going to get into a lot, and it's going to sound. Like, I didn't like this episode. But I actually, out of thumbs up or thumbs down, I'm thumbs up on this episode. I had a lot of fun. I think the positives way outweigh the negatives. But the negatives are extremely glaring. So, um... So, look. Let's talk about some of the abstract stuff first. Because, um... I feel like it's really apparent, really, really apparent after this episode, how much Bob Chapek and the Book of Boba Fett, the success of Grogu, and not having uh, the Rangers of the New Republic show is affecting this season. Because this... Just feels like a pish posh, a mishmash of so many different things. Um, and I also kind of want to say how I would have done this season based on everything we've gotten so far. Now, and, and this could change based on when we see how this season ends, but um, I think it is abundantly clear now for anyone that really follow Star Wars that Grogu was not supposed to be a part of this season I don't and I don't think those episodes of Mandalorian that were in Book of Boba Fett were intended to be in Book of Boba Fett I think especially that first episode I I definitely think was supposed to be in Mandalorian. I'm pretty sure the second episode as well. Um. I. Uh, well, you know what I say. I wanted to talk about that first. Let's let's talk about the episode first. Okay. Let, let I changed my mind. Let's talk about the episode first. Um. I. Really enjoyed all the stuff with the dark saber. Um, I loved her getting the sword at the end. I don't know that I would a hundred percent loved that that she wanted back on a technicality, because I kind of thought that after episode two happened, but you know. Um I wasn't sure but to have it confirmed. Um cool, you know. Um so I'm like uh like on the dark saber stuff, I'm like at an 80%. I'm I'm eighty percent on board. The execution left a little bit to be desired in my opinion. But hey, I'm happy Bo has the Dark Saber again, as she should. I'm happy. Cool. The rest of this episode... What the fuck was this episode? It was really fun. You know? I mean, it was really fun. But... It... it, You know, I said on Twitter, and I hold to it. If you ever wondered what a live-action episode of Clone Wars would look like, this is kind of your indication. This is like the perfect... This is what it would look like. Um... And I don't know if that's a bad thing or not. But it is what it is. And holy fucking cameos, Batman. Got Jack Black, Lizzo, and Christopher Lloyd. Just hold on. Really? You know, and this is going to come off a certain way. But I... I think Lizzo was the weakest one out of the three of them to me my favorite was Jack Black he just does a really good of playing those like over the top characters and I personally just really believed him as this ex Imperial officer type character I loved him I want to see him again in the show or in the Star Wars universe just in general I, I think it, that I think that's a lot of fun also Christopher Lloyd you know that was a great surprise you know now he's been in uh, Star Trek and Star Wars so you know that's cool um but Lizzo um the first scene that she was in with Jack Black I really liked like that whole sequence where they're at the table and then when they're talking at the balcony I thought was great the later scene at the end I could tell that she was acting it was not very good delivery and I don't blame her for that um I don't know if she had an acting coach or not but if she did I think they needed to work with her a little bit more because I don't blame her because like I said I think she did a good job in scene one you know, yeah, I mean, it was kind of, um, obvious and kind of ate your face that, oh my god, it's Lizzo, but, oh my god, it's Jack Black, so, you know, I'm not gonna hold that against her. I, I did think she did a good job in scene one, but I don't know what happened, because she did such a great job in, in, in the first scene, but I really felt, um, I really felt like the, the, the ball was dropped, um... I really thought the ball was dropped in scene two, and I th- and and I don't know that that's fair to her because I've already seen a bunch of people on social media, like saying some really stupid things about her, and I, I don't I don't think it's fair. I think there are a lot of things working against all three of the cameos. It's the fact that we have all three of them in one episode. If it was just Jack Black or just Christopher Lloyd or just Lizzo. You know, I think that would be one thing, but to have 3 major celebrity cameos in one episode, it's kind of a lot. It's kind of a lot. Um, you know, um but it was fun. Like I said, you know, it was fun. But the thing that bothered me the most about this episode though, wasn't wasn't the celebrity cameos it wasn't the clone wars type like episode it wasn't you know maybe Bo got the dark saber back in a technicality and the way that it was executed you know none of that i can i can look past all of that it's you're choosing to do this type of episode in the last three episodes of this show You know, up until this, up until today, I think this show has been like a 10 out of 10 for me. You know, I said this in the last time I talked about it, but I love Mandalorian culture. I love this show and I really loved this season. But this is the episode that made me go, huh, maybe there is something to the things everybody else is saying. I don't know about this. I don't know about this. So let's talk about some of that abstract stuff that I mentioned at the beginning. Right? I wouldn't be surprised to find out at a later date that the the Pershing episode was supposed to be a part of the New Republic series. I wouldn't be surprised that some of this stuff with Bo and Din were supposed to be a part of that series as well. I think the series of the Rangers of the New Republic were supposed to take place in between Mandalorian Season 2 and 3 as well. And because of everything with, um, with, um, What's-Her-Face and Cara Dune and everything, I I I think it fucked things up and they had to switch things up. And then they also had to switch things up because I think what Chapek and the higher-ups who only care about merchandising and fucking making money are like, ooh, people love Grogu. Oh, you're saying Grogu's not going to be a part of the next season? Maybe don't do that. we He needs to be there. Whatever you do, just make sure Grogu's there because we gotta keep selling toys. And it's like, oh my god. And then, you know, to put a cherry on top, the, the way Book of Boba Fett was handled. Um... And I think all of it combined just is creating this perfect storm of what is this? Like, what are you doing with Mandalorian now? You know and I'm not even one of the people that thinks in a show called The Mandalorian that Din and Grogu have to be the, the forefront of every single episode. The show's called The Mandalorian. We have tons of Mandalorians. I am totally cool with getting an episode where it's all Paz Vizsla. I'm good with getting an episode where it's all the armor. I'm good with having a whole entire season that's just Bo-Katan. But you still have to execute it right. And even though I've liked all of the things that have happened, the execution of this season leaves a little bit to be desired. I mean, you guys are going to hear me bitch and moan every episode, every season about they've got to stop with these 30 to 45 minute episodes. We've got to start getting full length episodes. If you are only going to give us eight goddamn episodes a season, you got to fucking push it to 15 minutes to an hour. Like what the fuck? If you can't figure out how to extend your story so that each episode is an hour, just end the goddamn show because it shows a lack of creativity and a lack of knowing what the fuck you're doing. These episodes need to be an hour long. I will give you the 30, 45 minute episodes if you give us a full season of show that is 13 to 20 some episodes long. You do that, you can do all the 30, 45 minute episodes you want. But if you're telling us that this is only going to be 8 to 10 episodes a season... What the hell? And I've been complaining about that since season 1. But even now, it's even more apparent how much of a problem that is. Because let me tell you... This episode was 45 minutes. You add another 15 minutes... You really delve into this planet more... The droid situation... You have some more character moments... With Jack Black and Lizzo and Christopher Lloyd. You have some more character moments with Din and Bo. And you sure as hell give us some more character moments with the mercenary Mandalorians. That fixes not all of the problems. But the majority of problems that people are having with this episode. This episode goes by so fucking fast. And it's just bizarre from start to finish. Is it fun? Absolutely. But it's bizarre. Let me tell you. I think the way this season should have gone. Is you open up this episode. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to echo. Because I like to watch Christian Harloff on YouTube. You guys don't follow him. Go, go watch him. But I'm going to echo something Harloff said. And that's if they had started this season. With showing what happened between Bo and her people and them splitting off have that be the opener of the premiere and then open the show with you know the first episode that we got in Book of Boba Fett and all of that right okay and then maybe episode 2 we get you know the Luke stuff And really just putting a clincher on the notion... No, Mando's going to be off on his own sometime for a little bit. You know... Grogu's going to be training with Luke. And Grogu make the opposite decision. Grogu choosing the lightsaber over the chainmail. Right? Because we don't actually see him making that choice. We just see him coming coming in in the X-Wing in the finale. So... And then in episode 3... We start getting what we got in this season. Episode 3, we're going to have the episode where he's reuniting with his clan. We could skip over, you know, the conversation with him in the armor. Because we already got it in the previous episode, you know. We see him going to see bo Put that whole scene with his people. Him going to see bo and everything on Mandalore in one episode. Okay. And also cliffhanger with the bow stuff from the next episode, right? And then the next episode could be just the Pershing stuff and expand on that. Add like another 10, 15 minutes to that to make it a full, like, hour long episode. And then you could have the next two episodes be exactly what they were, right? If they had done that, this season would be so much better. And then by that point, we would only, we would. You know, we would be at the finale. We could have a big, like, reveal that, you know, that um, um, God, why can't I think of his the character's name, Esposito's character that that he's been that he's been freed and he's out, right? And then that sets up what happens in the next season, and it would be great, and it would be this fun great journey full of character development and universe building but instead I just feel like this season has just been I don't know now I'm hoping come season 4 because once they start production on season 4 it'll be the first season since j has left and I am hoping that Filoni and Favreau have righted the ship as much as they had to, and that they're able to really give a really good season. Because here's the thing: I am not faulting the season at all on the cast or the crew or anybody behind the scene. This show is a higher ups, Disney slash Kathleen Kennedy Lucas filled problem. This is not a you know Bryce Dallas Howard or any of the directors or like everyone actually making the show is doing the best fucking job I think possible it's great I think a lot of the problems that I'm having with this show is an exact decision st- stuff that just is not working it's just not working so I am holding out that whether this season has a good ending or not that next season will be great you know, but I'm gonna be honest if we get another all over the place season like this next season, I definitely am not staying up till it drops on Disney plus anymore because I've been staying up until 3 am here on the East Coast when it drops to watch. I ain't doing that no more. you know I might not even rush to watch it the day it comes out I might it might really become a show that's just like okay, whatever I'll watch it whatever. I need to see this get better. Period. And the only reason why I think this episode works as much as it does is because you have somebody like a Bryce Dallas Howard at the helm. If you put a rookie director that isn't as talented or Star Wars savvy as her, I think this episode is garbage. The only reason why I think you get the good performances out of Lizzo and Jack Black and Christopher Lloyd. The only reason I think the Clone Wars type feel of this episode didn't ruin this episode is because you have Bryce Dallas Howard at the helm. Because she knows how to frame it. She knows how to make it work for the show's benefit. You know, give this woman her own Star Wars movie for fucking sake. Even if it's not a theatrical one, which she deserves a theatrical film. But even if it's a straight to disney plus film give her her own star wars movie for god's sakes this woman has earned it but yeah that's my thoughts uh, you know up until this point the show has been a 10 out of 10 for me this episode dropped dropped it a peg it's a 9 out of 10 now this it was such a bizarre episode and again i had fun it wasn't that i didn't have fun but it's so bizarre and it just leaves me as a fan in a place where I don't know where we're going. I thought I knew where we were going. I don't know where we're going. Like, even though the, the like the first five episodes were a little bit wonky in some places. I kind of thought I understood what they were doing. After today, I don't know what we're doing. And I really don't like that feeling. I really don't like that feeling. Like... I don't want things to be telegraphed. Like, I don't want... Like, I don't want what happens to not be a surprise, right? But there's a difference between... I'm able to pick up on the little hints you're leaving down. And, like, you giving it all away. And what I feel now, which is... This doesn't make sense to me. I don't want to feel like this doesn't make sense. When we are... Two episodes away from this season being over, there's been no major conflict, you know? There's, like, what is this season? This is the weirdest season of Mandalorian, easily so far. You know, even though Obi-Wan had its issues, Obi-Wan had a more concise, clear structure and story to it than this season. What's happening? So anyways, that's my thoughts on this. Um, I'm just frustrated as a Star Wars film with the choices that Lucasfilm have been making. And I'm I'm hoping that we can just blame it all on Chapek. Who knows? I don't know whether he deserves the blame for this or not. But I'm hoping that we can use him as the scapegoat. Because... I'm hoping, again, really, whether this season ends well or not, I'm hoping next season will be better and it will go towards what I'm saying about there were some outside forces driving this situation. But, you know, like I said, all in all I'm having fun. It's not that I'm not having fun or enjoying the show. It's just, as a Star Wars fan, I thought I knew what was happening and now I don't feel like I do that's a weird feeling so thanks for listening and i'll see you guys on the next podcast peace out